Welcome back, you guys. Happy Hello. hashtag not thriving Thursday. Mm. I know. <laughs> I don't know why I said that so sensual. I was like, mm. <laughs> I mean, you're just really feeling it tonight. I'm I really in the mood for yeah, I mean, a podcast. Yeah. Season two, episode two. You're just, you're feeling extra comfortable, extra comfy. Yeah. 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 Anyway. I'm ready. <laughs> we survived Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. released episode one. So we have good. our giveaway, which you can check our Instagram to find out more about. And Rainy will talk about more at the end. We've had Jeez. a busy week. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of crazy. Yeah. So now <laughs> that we have some more people listening in, people catching up, uh, please remember to check the link in the description and give us some feedback. So we would love to hear what else you want from us for the season, what you're liking so far, if you have a certain guest that you would like us to have on or what exactly you would like to hear from us when we do have guests on. We would love some feedback from you guys and just to get a feel for what you guys want. Yeah, that would be great. And also don't forget to submit your questions through our link tree. There's still plenty of spots available for questions for this season. So we would love to have some more if you've got any questions, insights, things like that. We've had some that aren't like advice questions and those are really fun for us to answer. So we've really appreciated those. So that would be great if you gave us some more of those. Um, Yeah, last week was fun. Yeah, (laughs) I enjoyed it a lot. We were kind of a mess, but it was fun. Yeah. (laughs) And hopefully the audio is better this time. We're back to our normal setting. (laughs) It's already sounding better, I think. So yeah, I think so too. All right. Well, I guess we can uh, jump into our hot takes. So Rainy, what's on your mind? So I've been thinking about this a lot lately, kind of controversial, but I guess that's why it's a hot take. I think that cheap food tastes better than fancy food. And I'm not talking about like fancy feast which is what cats eat. <laughs> I'm just talking about fancy <laughs> food. <laughs> so I went on a cruise and while I was on the cruise, they gave us these really fancy meals. We got the full five course deal kind of thing. And every single thing I got, I just felt myself picking at. Like it did not taste as good as it looked. Really? It's not appetizing. Can I yeah. ask you what cruise line? Oh gosh. If you remember. It wasn't Carnival. It was the, it's like the biggest cruise line. Was it Royal Caribbean by chance? Yes. Royal Caribbean. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's I, we did Royal Caribbean for our honeymoon Mm -hmm. and I, I have to agree their food was not the best. I I had done carnival a couple times and their food was delicious. But here's the thing. I'm not talking all the food on Royal Caribbean. There was some stuff that was really good yeah, yeah. and I liked it, but that was all the cheap stuff. It was like the donuts and the <laughs> yes. ice cream and the pizza and stuff like that. I'm talking like we went to this murder mystery dinner and mm-hmm. it was like $40 a plate. It was so expensive and all the foods were, had these little garnishes and stuff on them and they yeah. were so fancy and I hated it. <laughs> it's like, this is supposed to be more appetizing. Why is this so disgusting? <laughs> no, okay. It wasn't disgusting, disgusting, but it definitely was not something that like was worth is going to live in my head rent free. Yeah. 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 It's to me, the taste of that food is what cheap food should taste like, mm. but it doesn't. I and like, I, uh, I'm mostly gluten free now, so I don't really eat a lot of the cheap crap foods I used to, mm-hmm. to tell you how much I crave those and think about those, like some Texas roadhouse rolls oh. or just a little Caesar's pizza, or even like the McDonald's, they had these, um, chicken wraps Yes, that were so good. They were like a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. They're you know delicious. what I'm talking about? Yeah. The snack wraps. Yeah. Yeah, the snack wraps. And they got rid of those, which was painful to me in every way. Um, So those were so freaking good. And I'm like, honestly, some of that stuff is kind of underrated. Now, I know people who don't really like Hostess because I get it. It tastes super cheap. And I'm just going to come out and say it again. This is a hot take. I love Hostess. I would eat like all the zingers and the ding dongs and the Twinkies yeah. and 
I would go buy those just like after work. I'd just go buy a box of those. Um, so just living without them has been really uh, upsetting. I'm more of a little Debbie girl myself. Yeah. But that's the thing is, but people will talk crap on little Debbie too. And why, why, why Why? like that? Yeah. That's rude. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do her like that. Yeah. Yeah. She's family. (laughs) (laughs) Don't disrespect family like that. She played an important role in my childhood. Okay. I will protect my family. Yeah. No, any outside harm. I definitely, I, I do agree for the most part. Like I remember uh, going to uh, Gatlinburg, Tennessee a few years ago and going to this fancy Mm -hmm. restaurant. I don't like seafood. So there were only like two options on the menu for me to choose from. (laughs) And I couldn't remember what I got uh, when we went just a few weeks ago. But for some reason, I had it in my mind that, oh my gosh, this restaurant was so fancy. I must have loved the food there. It's been a couple of years. We're back in that same town. We have to go back to that restaurant and have Mm -hmm. a nice fancy dinner. And I ordered what I thought I had ordered the last time, paid this ridiculous amount of money, and the food was disgusting. I ordered mac and cheese. I get mac and cheese anywhere I go, whether... It's a $2 mac and cheese or like a $15 mac and cheese. I'm going to get it. Ew, this mac and cheese had cooked spinach in it, but it wasn't wasn't like a bowl of mac and cheese with just like a little bit of spinach mixed in. No, it was Mm -hmm. fully like cooked spinach with a little bit of mac and cheese thrown in there. And it was disgusting. Because I could see maybe if it was like a little bit of spinach. Exactly. And so if I was it's like, the yeah. opposite, that's weird. No, it, yeah. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Like it. <laughs> oh, it was so gross. And then they gave us, or the chicken that I ordered was, I mean, it felt like it was like the size of my head or the size of my face. It was way too much. We were staying in a hotel. I couldn't get leftovers. And I would have rather had like a $5 Chick-fil-A sandwich than spending like $85 on a dinner. Yeah, it's not worth it. You know, one time my aunt made a mac and cheese dish with like tuna and peas in it. That was also terrible. So I don't blame you. (laughs) It was so gross. That reminds me <laughs> of uh, one of Logan's roommates. And that was the mm-hmm. one dish, like a mac and cheese with tuna and peas. It was like the one dish that he knew how to cook that his mom cooked growing up. And I so remember. that's a thing? Yeah. That's yeah. a real thing? Oh, he was no, so proud of himself. That's so upsetting. That is so upsetting. And he'd be like, hey guys, I made dinner. Do you want some? <laughs> Walked away. No, thank you. <laughs> That is like the one dish I can't do. I, mm, yeah. Okay. That explains a lot. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny that that was your hot take because that is Mm -hmm. very closely related to my hot take. So I love that we're on the same page. Yes. Those transitions. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I, and this is where sometimes in hot takes, it's an unpopular opinion. And sometimes it's just something that we feel very, very passionate about. And this is something Mm. that I'm very passionate about. Mm -hmm. And that is restaurants getting upset or not allowing adults to order from the kids menu. Oh, why can I not order from the kids menu? Why can I not exchange a certain amount of money for a particular good? If I want a $5 mac and cheese, why does that matter to you? You're getting money from me. You're getting money for you. I'm paying you for that food. So why can't I just pay you for the food? And instead of the wasted food, you're eating the amount that you know you'll eat. Exactly. Yeah. It just, it drives me crazy. Agree. And I was talking to someone about it and they said, oh, well, because that's not fair to the restaurant for you to come in and they're expecting you to spend a certain amount on an adult item or an adult entree. And normally restaurants that have kids menu, they normally take a loss for having that Mm -hmm. kids menu. So they sell that to you at a loss. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, but who is going, if I'm going out with five of my friends, Mm -hmm. how is that different than me going out with my four children? Are you going to turn me away because you don't see that I'm going to be ordering five adult meals? Yeah. How is that different? You're still going to seat me. Yeah. (laughs) 
I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm still going to sit down and I'm still going to eat your food. Yeah. And like some people get very embarrassed when I want to order a kid's meal or I even feel like, oh, well, that's very childish of me. I probably shouldn't order a kid's meal. No, I want a kid's meal. And I don't think that I should feel badly about it. Well, here's the thing too. Why do we have adult versus kids meals or why do we have seniors versus adults versus kid meals? Why can't we just do the same thing that if you think about drink places, so like Jamba Juice or Starbucks, they just have small, medium, large. Why not just do it like that? And then people can order whatever the heck they want and it doesn't matter. Yeah. And if, and if you need something for the kids, you offer like, I don't know, like a little coloring paper or something on the side. It doesn't have to have the menu on it. That doesn't have to be part of the, the deal that they're doing there. Yeah. And if you're going to be strict about it, then only sell a grilled cheese and a hot dog and just sell that as a cheap at a cheaper price and put that somewhere yeah. on the menu. If you yeah. want to discourage that your little dollar menu, if or you something. have like a really good kids menu where I can get like a burger fries, whatever for like five or $6 at a really nice restaurant. And all I want is that burger and fries because I don't want the fancy meal because I have a very simple palate, <laughs> but your kid's menu is like delicious and mm-hmm. it's not like, you know, it's not crap food. Why can mm-hmm. I not just order that if it's high quality? Yeah. And a lot of times it's not even just that, like they'll include a toy and they'll include a drink and they'll include yeah. like a dessert. You get like yeah. the whole thing, the mm-hmm. whole shebang for like five bucks. Yeah. Instead, if you get an adult meal, that's all you get. And you got to pay extra for the drink and extra for the dessert. And it's just, I don't know. I totally see what you're saying. And I wish more people like more restaurants were like this. Mm -hmm. I remember in high school, um, or I guess even sometimes now, honestly, I'll just go through a drive-through and I'm like, they don't know that I'm picking up this food to take home to a kid or to myself. So I'm going to order it. (laughs) I mean, yeah, that is my, my order at Chick-fil-A is a kid's meal. And I trade the toy in for ice cream in a cup and that's all I need. And guess what? Chick-fil-A is still getting your money. Like, yeah, it's a, a loss in a way, but they're still getting your money. So and regardless they're, they're choosing to make that to take that loss so yeah that's kind of on them <laughs> yeah <laughs> like why is that my fault their fault yeah <laughs> well even then sometimes i'm willing to pay more for whatever mm-hmm. they have on the kids menu because if i'm at a fancy seafood restaurant and i don't want anything on the menu and they don't have like they don't have a non seafood option for me on the menu except for the kids except meals. for the kids meal but they won't let yeah. me order the kids meal that's I mean, not very fair to you yeah i'm like either <laughs> i'll order nothing which i'm fine with or like give me some food and i'll i'll pay the 15 dollars to get something from a kids menu like mm-hmm. double the price except i don't think they would do that because because then parents would like come at their throats for raising the prices on kids meals. Well, I'm saying like, I'm willing if I sit down at a restaurant because I've had this happen before and they have mm-hmm. something that I just genuinely want from the kids menu mm-hmm. and they just won't sell it to me. And I'm like, well, I don't mm-hmm. want anything from your main menu. Like I, you have this option on your kids menu that actually sounds really good. And they just mm-hmm. wouldn't sell it to me. I'm like, well, can you just charge me for this entree, but give me the one from the kids menu? Like I am willing for you to charge mm-hmm. me twice as much if you feel like you're taking a loss from not making oh, money Oh, so just for you as yeah. the adult. Yeah, like Got I'm it. willing to pay yeah. the $15 for your $7 kids meal. Like I'll pay extra money if you feel like you're losing out on money. I'll tip mm-hmm. you extra. That $8 that I'm not spending on an adult meal is going to go towards your tip because I'm just not interested in anything else on your menu. Why is that well, my fault? And you all know what? <laughs> that's on them. Like that's <laughs> on them for doing that to you. Honestly, Debbie treated you better. <laughs> really though. <laughs> little debbie Debbie. for the win yeah (laughs) i will say that all of this talk of food is making my tongue salivate is it (laughs) and so i'm going to need to uh hmm. What's a good word for this? Mm, I think we're going to have to go to to good old Google here. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I can help you out there. Yeah. I don't know um, what you're going for. Um, I need to dampen my tongue with some water. So I think it's about time for a break. Okay. Did we want to do thriving, not thriving before the break? (laughs) 
Dang it. I had such a good segue. I know. Well, I don't know how we bounce back from that. We don't. We just move on. Maybe something else will come up naturally. Yeah. When you're ready. Yeah, I'm um, ready. You I'm, can ask me. I'm ashamed, or but I'm ready. Ashamed, but ready. Ashamed, but ready. Haley, are you thriving, not thriving? I think I'm thriving, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, I am thriving. I got a lot of good deals on Black Friday. Well, not even Black Friday. I feel like Black Friday deals have been going on for the past like month, but I got a lot of clothes from Walmart, which was going to be my hot take. Yes. Um, Walmart is totally slept on. So I got these cute pajamas with gold stars mm-hmm. on them with mm-hmm. pants. I'm showing rainy. <gasps> And the whole They're set so was $15. Yes. Like together. Yes. A financial that was really queen. exciting. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they feel really nice. It's very exciting. I got like five things for under, I spent under $50. No, six things because I have one more thing on the way. And mm-hmm. I spent less than $50. So balling on a budget. Um, yeah. I got to meet my baby nephew. Oh, he's so cute. Thanksgiving, and I posted a couple pictures over on the Instagram on Thanksgiving or sometime this past week. Mm -hmm. And oh my gosh, he's precious. And we Mm -hmm. just took naps together. He's my little cuddle buddy. I survived my first field trip with my kids today. I'm not exhausted at all. How did that go? Um, it was the easiest day of my life. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. I'm shocked. Because <laughs> we're angels. Shocked. Uh, we went to the, what's it called? Uh, like the science center in town. Mm-hmm. And we went to the planetarium. And half of my kids oh, cool. fell asleep during the show because it was so soothing and quiet and dark. Mm-hmm. And I had a couple of kids snoring. And I had to kind of... <laughs> bump them and say hey like love you I don't mind that you're sleeping but I don't want you to be embarrassed because the whole class is hearing you snore (laughs) but like go back to sleep I'm just telling you that you're snoring yeah (laughs) but no they had fun I survived only have what 14 more days or well 14 more yeah days that I have to wake up to go to school before break wow yeah excluding weekends so 14 school morning so close that's gonna be so nice well deserved if any of you are teachers listening it is so well deserved you guys work so hard like I'm so excited for you yeah so I think I think I'm thriving good yeah what about you well not as many details uh to my life um because I really haven't done that much but (laughs) that's okay (laughs) it's all right uh also thriving um I see what did I do this week I saw some family and that was really good uh my cousin who lives in Florida he came back for the week so that was pretty fun getting to see him Mm -hmm. um and did I do any like literally I'm drawing a blank I don't know that I did anything else I really I just did a lot of door dashing honestly I I got a lot of money so that was really nice um yeah, I know. And then um, I got my Christmas present a little early. Uh, my mom helped me pay for an Apple watch, which I have been wanting for like over a year now. Um, I just, as somebody in the counseling program, there have been many, many times where I'm just sitting in a session and yeah. I don't have anywhere to look at a clock and it's not I don't want that to come across wrong like I'm trying to rush you or get you out or like I don't care about what people (laughs) have to say but when you're in a school full of 400 students yeah and they've got classes to be in and you've got to get to like a different place or whatever Mm -hmm. you've got to move students through sometimes you literally only have 20 minutes with them yeah and so uh being really tight and good on that schedule especially because it can like break the relationship with teachers if we overuse that or keep kids out for too long and so I just felt like I really needed one and I've been getting back into like working out and stuff I was really good about it for a while and then I kind of fell off for a little bit but I've been getting back into it and so that's really nice to have too to help me keep track of my fitness goals and stuff like that so I am very very happy with it she's very pretty (laughs) yay so that's mine and now now (laughs) we can move on to our break uh the shame (laughs) 
that's okay. It'll be fun. You'll have like creative freedom when editing and you get to decide yeah. if you want to throw. The- oh, I'm going to leave it in. Okay. I'm going to leave it in. I think I it'll that. be entertaining for okay. the, the audience. So yeah, we'll uh, head on over to our break for just a quick minute and then we'll come back with some questions. Welcome back. I hope you had a great little break. Well, I guess for us, it was like a few minutes for you it was probably like two seconds, but wow. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> I wonder if people do take breaks if they're like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Are you drinking your water? Like yeah. when I tell you to drink your water, do you drink your water? Stay hydrated. Yes. That would be a great poll for Instagram yes. to be like, when Rainy says drink your water, do are you, you doing it? Hmm. <laughs> boost that engagement yeah (laughs) boost engagement get those numbers get those clicks and views get the engagement (laughs) so we are going to head into questions uh we'll give another trigger warning when we actually get to the question um but just so those of you know we always put timestamps in the bottom in our description um i know we have some new listeners and things like that so uh if you are confused about timestamps or anything um they're all in the description uh our third question is going to have a little bit of a triggering topic. Um, we'll be discussing some weight gain, weight loss, things like that, potentially triggering uh, comments from family members, all, all of that. Um, so you are welcome to pop off if you aren't okay with that topic or you can always jump around to question to question. That's why we leave the timestamps. It's really yep. up to you how you listen to this podcast. So, um, but we can get started with our first question. Yeah. So our first question is from Emma 25 pronouns she, her, and she says, how do I know if my standards are too high or too low? And is it okay that my standards are where they are at? Now, when we first read this, both Haley and I are our heads went straight to dating standards. And I think it's okay that we address that and we'll, we'll talk about that. But then I kind of sat on it for a few minutes and I was like, she didn't say dating. She said the standards standards. So this could be like standards for yourself. So we thought that we might approach this at like two different angles, just because we're not really sure what she means in particular. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm going to come at it from not just dating, but like dating friends. So I'm going to come from like an outside, a systems kind of approach where it's like everything else outside of her, those standards, and then the standards she has for herself. Um, So when I think about dating standards, and I don't know how you feel about this, Haley, but like, I think sometimes we think our dating standards are too high. And this could be another hot take, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) Sometimes we think our standards are too high when really sometimes they might not be high enough, especially when it comes to men because the bar is in hell (laughs) yeah so it's like are your standards high enough are or are you thinking they're high when really they're just kind of normal yeah like I want like does everyone have certain standards or would they consider their priorities to be standards whereas some someone may not go into a relationship and think okay do they meet these basic standards that I've set for myself and someone that I want to be with or do they really just take a look back and think okay well am I comfortable around this person do we just vibe well and some people might just say okay yeah we're fine I don't really need to over overthink things. I don't need to put them on some pedestal. I also don't need to judge them or really think deeply into the relationship. So like, do we say that their standards are low or are their standards low compared to where we have set our standards? Mm -hmm. Because I think everybody has different standards and I'm going to say something else. This is a very controversial day today, (laughs) but I'm going to say something else a little controversial. I think that it's okay to have some of your standards be looks. And some people are like, no, you shouldn't have them be looks. Like you should only care about what's in the inside, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, hello, I don't want to be kissing his outside. Even if I like the inside, if I don't like the outside. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I want to be at least a little attracted to the person. So I think there's like a delicate balance there. I, I, I would feel like you don't actually like the person if maybe there isn't some sexual attraction there. And maybe that is not, that could be culturally insensitive to like asexual and aromantic kind of people. So I want to say that that's not really including those groups. This is for more like uh, typical romantic sexual orientations. I think that's where that kind of fits in because it's like, if I'm attracted to somebody, like I will want to be, I will want to kiss them. I want to hug them. I want to be around them. Yeah. If I am attracted to them emotionally, again, I want to be around them. I want to talk to them. I want to have that verbal intimacy with them. So that could also include like your friends or your family things like that. So when it comes to others, I think we have to look at this at our standards as just where our own standards are because honestly, I don't know that I can tell you if your standards are too high. Yeah. I think if it starts getting too nitpicky, um and in a way, I almost think we know when we're being too nitpicky when we're like, ah, he's got to be this and this and this and he's got to do this and this and this. Um if it comes to a point where you are just going to degrade him for every little thing he does. And this is this is just speaking in, in heterosexual terms, but mm-hmm. like uh, if you're going to degrade him for every single thing he does, or if you are going to, um, again, like you said, put him on this pedestal that if he does one little thing wrong, it, he's completely knocked off of it. And then you're like, I can't see you again after that. Mm-hmm. I think that's when your standards are a little too high. Now, of course, there are some unforgivables. I think cheating is one of them. I just, I don't like cheating. I don't agree with it. If he murders somebody, yeah, I not don't a good luck. you should stay with him. <laughs> not a good luck. Not Any form vibe. of abuse, absolutely not. Yeah, so there are some, what I would like to call um, unforgivables, uh, yeah. not to be confused with the unforgivable curses in Harry Potter. That did come to my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> these are the unforgivable standards <laughs> a little different and so that's kind of where I sit with like relationship wise but yeah. I don't know how about you Haley well I immediately thought of certain couples that I know that I've known for most of my life where one of the partners is like a very mean person, very negative, does not bring good energy to any group of people that they are around. And I just think, okay, is that fair for me to say that this other person has low standards when it came to finding a spouse? Because in my opinion, how do you feel comfortable like being in a relationship with someone who is just downright mean? or negative. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. for me, compared to my standards, I might say, oh, well, that person does not meet what my standards are. But Mm -hmm. if that person has different priorities, is that really my right? Or is that my place to say whether her standards are high or low? So I agree with what you said, where I don't think we can tell Emma whether her standards are high or low. But what I do think when it comes to dating, and I think this can be applied to friendship, is that you should not have any standard for a partner or a friend or someone else coming into your life that you're not willing to meet yourself. Mm. So yeah, I cannot expect a man to be like very fit and go to the gym and have a well-paying job and be highly motivated and determined and set goals for himself if I'm not willing to do that myself. Mm -hmm. And does that mean he won't have those things? No. He could very well have those things, but that shouldn't be a standard that you have. That shouldn't be like the end all be all if he doesn't have those things, if you can't do it yourself. Exactly. Yeah. If you are a highly motivated person and you want another highly motivated person, absolutely. I don't think that's setting your standards too high. I think that if you are not motivated and you're just thinking, okay, well, here I am working this dead end job that I just don't care about. And I'm just waiting for someone to come along and I want them to be this perfect person who has this and this and this, then in my opinion, I don't think that that's fair for you Mm -hmm. to have those standards for someone else, but you're not willing to put in the work on yourself. Well, and this kind of segues into the next part of the question, which is standards for yourself. And kind of as we've been talking, this, this literally just came to me, but 
I was thinking, um, if you have this, this person who's, um, really mean or abusive or just like downright toxic, just this kind of person that you don't want to be around and you let them into your life willingly, I would almost think that that low standard for yourself comes from maybe like a low self-esteem. And I almost wonder if you would even be able to set standards for other or like like the standards for the people that you want in your life if you don't have a high enough self-esteem for yourself I think you need to like get that in check first and I'm not saying you don't I don't I don't know if this is the Emma like an Emma I know <laughs> I know a couple <laughs> yeah. of them or if this is just another random Emma but so I'm not saying I know where your standards are for yourself or how high your self-esteem is but I genuinely think that if you're not happy with your life, you are going to let anybody in and you're going to let anybody treat you anyway. But if you are happy with your life and you don't want people to bring that down or hurt that, you will set those healthy boundaries almost naturally. Um, I, I was really surprised because uh, I've definitely done that. I've let people in that weren't good for me. And that was when my self-esteem was lower. I didn't know my own boundaries for myself and what made me happy. And then once I went through a bunch of counseling and I like got my life together, I naturally started seeing when I didn't like the way that somebody was talking to me or about others or, or things. It was just, it was almost just easy for me to be like, uh, I don't appreciate that. Like, I don't yeah. want you around right now. <laughs> it's interesting. It Like those healthy boundaries almost come naturally once you've got yourself sorted out. Oh my gosh. That was very well said. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like I don't have anything, <laughs> Do you have anything else? to add to that. Okay. No. Well, we can move to question two. Yeah. So this one was submitted anonymously. But they asked, how have your friendships changed when you got married or your friends got married? Like the dynamic between married friends and single friends. I say we start off with maybe talking about our friendship. So from my perspective, I'm I'm trying to think of how our dynamic was before getting married. Like it was very easy when we were both in Rexburg. Before we got married? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes, because we're basically married, the two of us. At this point, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm basically a Beck at this point. Wow. I love that little that little slip up. Yeah. It's okay. Oh my gosh. No, I'm trying to think of what our what <laughs> the dynamics of our friendship were like before I got married because it was very easy in Rexburg. We lived right across the hall from each other. I was able to go on a date with Logan, come back to the apartment, hang out with you, sometimes bring Logan along. We could stay up all night. Except when he came, we couldn't gossip about the dates. Exactly. It didn't happen often. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And so then I would always stay later and we would talk every day. Even after I moved out, I feel like we would still talk on maybe a daily basis but once I got married I, I feel like the first like couple of months it's just hard transitioning from me being either at my own apartment or my parents house having to go to work and, like the only time I would see Logan was okay I'm gonna go and we're gonna have dinner together and like maybe watch some Netflix And we Mm -hmm. would spend like two or three hours together every day. Mm -hmm. And like that transition to then coming home and realizing, okay, well, I'm with this person until I leave for work the next day was just a different transition. And so like naturally I wanted to spend more time with him or I not necessarily felt guilty, but it it just would have felt weird sitting in my room and having a three hour phone call with you or with a couple of my other closer friends where it's like, Hey, I'm going to go disappear for three hours. And yeah, you go do your thing, especially in such a small apartment where we started off. And I feel like that was a really weird transition for me because then I felt guilty mm-hmm. and I didn't want my friends to think that, oh, I had lost complete interest in them. Mm-hmm. So what, I don't know. What do you think when it comes to the two of us? So I don't know. I kind of, it's not that I don't see it completely different. Um, I guess it's weird because it's kind of like, I think when you have a relationship, you kind of see it on 
sometimes different ways, just kind of how you view it through your own lens. I would agree when we first met, it was every day. Like you were, <laughs> you yeah. were in my room. We all know about how I would stare at myself in the mirror while Haley talked to me and cried. Yep. It was great. Good times. <laughs> um, so that was, that was definitely the dynamic. And then I think once you got to Utah, um, honestly, I felt like once you got there, you, and I don't blame you for this at all, because I know you were going through a really like tough time, but I felt like you did pull back quite a bit. Yeah. And when you would come, it was, it was mostly to see Logan, which is fine. Like you guys yeah. were dating. Um, so I think that's where maybe like some of that ebb and flow kind of happened where it mm-hmm. was like, we just didn't really talk as much. And then kind of leading up to like your engagement, we talked quite a bit. So the, there's the, yeah. the ebb. And then is that is that how you would say that? The ebb? Or is that the flow? I don't know. Oh. Whichever it's the positive. I don't know. <laughs> That's <laughs> Do a you good know? question. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. Our, our audience should answer that for us because yeah. I probably just said we'll that totally it. wrong. We'll look into it. And then... After that, once you got married, yeah, I think kind of pulled back again a little bit. Again, heavy life transition, lots of stuff happening. But then I started going through like an absolute crisis um, in 2019. And I felt like that was when we like really built back up again. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we started just talking all the time again. And it was like nothing changed. So um, and even now, like sometimes we'll kind of like go through these periods where we'll we won't talk for like a month or two months and then we'll talk every day for a week. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, it's kind of all over the place, but I'll be honest. I have no problems with it because this feels natural. It's like, it feels like the natural progression of things. Yeah. And I feel like you have handled post-marriage friendships really, really well, like to the best of your ability, because I just know so many people who, who don't, Yeah, they really just kind of shut everybody else out once they get married Mm -hmm. and I get it because like again that guilt probably feeling like you're not spending enough time with your spouse da 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 um and it's also like I spent this whole time with these people leading up to their marriage and then the minute they got married yeah I meant nothing to them and that that's been really hard sometimes to deal with and I've definitely had like I'm not not grieving I'm not like grieving and crying or anything thing but just kind of like acceptance that things are going to be different I mean I have I have three best friends sorry Haley um I have three um and the second one is well on her way to possibly getting married and sometimes that's really hard for me to like fathom because it's just kind of been us for so long that it's like he's a really great guy I've talked to him a lot um really, really good dude. And I'm very happy for her. Um, just kind of tough thinking that, yeah, things are going to be different. Mm -hmm. And I think the weirdest part though, overall is just that once I get married, I think some of these people would come back into my life because they would want to go on double dates. Like there's not that weird power, almost power dynamic there. Mm -hmm. Um, but until that point, I don't know that I'll, I'll hear a word from some of them, you know? Yeah. Because it's, I don't know. It's so weird because for me, instead of having, I didn't have much guilt about saying or thinking, well, I feel guilty for not spending the time with Logan. It was like I had the desire and interest to just, mm-hmm. well, I'm home and I really just want to spend the rest of the evening with you. And then I would feel the guilt for my friends. So I was worried, oh, well, there are two people, two or three people that I used to talk to every single day. And I feel like I'm being a terrible friend and they probably think I don't care about them. And they're used to me talking to them all the time. And I have to maintain that. And then I feel guilty when I don't that. Yeah. Like I was worried because I, I know that like one of my, one of my best friends really felt like I just went MIA and took that very personally. Mm-hmm. But it was one of those. It wasn't things me, by that, the like, way. I, no, it wasn't you. <laughs> and that I just it didn't really cross my mind. Like there were so many other things going on in my life that yeah. I just wasn't in the natural. I don't know. It, it like my natural flow of my day changed where I wasn't just crawling into bed, checking my phone and calling someone and staying up all night and doing things that I normally did when I was single or engaged. And I don't know, it just, it naturally happened. 
and mm-hmm. it, it is it is weird but I don't have a lot of friends <laughs> so <laughs> like I never had to experience seeing a friend get married and seeing that dynamic change because two of my really close friends got married um either right right one right before me and one right after me so we all got married within like a month or two of each other and the only way that our dynamic changed is uh one friend I have not talked to uh since my wedding day turns out she thinks that I am very submissive after only spending like two hours having pizza and playing card games with Logan and I I don't know how I come across as submissive to someone I've known my entire life I don't get that so that's what she decided to talk about on my wedding day to uh, my other bridesmaids and then left my reception to go into work because she didn't take the full day off and and that's when Haley knew her standards for friends yeah (laughs) that was the day Haley learned (laughs) then when I wasn't invited to her baby shower this past year I was very petty and sent um adult diapers that were on her registry and like nipple cream because I found her registry on target adult diapers yeah because once you give birth, you have to wear adult diapers oh. for like a few weeks. Oh, okay. It was on her registry and instead of buying re- the really cute baby clothes and toys, I bought mm-hmm. her adult diapers and nipple cream. See? Because I wasn't invited, so I had to actively look up her but This is why registry. I love you. I love the pettiness. And I was like, hmm, we haven't talked in two years. Here's some adult diapers for you. And I got one thank you text. It's almost like even the married and married friends, sometimes those dynamic change too. Yeah. Like I, I, I guess I didn't think about that. I remember you telling me about this when it first happened. I remember that. It's yeah. just, I didn't think about it. Like but then it becomes so comparing and I'm like, interesting. Yeah. But, One know. upping kind yes, of kind yes, of like those those yes, uh, absolutely high school reunion cliches yes. yeah I got engaged um like a few months before her I got engaged in August and she was mm-hmm. not happy about that mm-hmm. and I remember I got engaged right after graduating college I hadn't figured out what I wanted to do as far as my career went I was working at my pizza place loving it yes <laughs> just figuring yes. out life and she had just gotten like a really good job in her career field and I won't I won't go into detail because people listening I don't want to reveal who she is (laughs) so I won't give too much information (laughs) but she just got this great job offer and I was over at her apartment once and she was looking at my ring and she was like well you have the ring and I have the job so if we could just like combine lives and everything would be great that's weird (laughs) oh it was like yeah moving into apartments at similar times buying a house right like before I did yeah it just I don't know got weird yeah and that's the thing is like again kind of going back to the standards thing like if you get married and it's just this comparison game of who's doing what before the other person or whatever like that's not people you really want to like keep around in your life I I I genuinely am so happy for my friends who are married or who are getting married like the amount that I cried (laughs) because I couldn't make it to Haley's wedding was astronomical because it was just is too much money because yeah American Airlines hates me um (laughs) (laughs) and so but it was never the kind where I was like oh she's getting married and I'm not like how could she how dare she why is this changing it was just I just wanted to be there for her and like celebrate her special day and so that was really hard you're the best and uh my heart it still hurts thinking about it (laughs) (laughs) so yeah I I agree it's just it is a weird dynamic yeah um and I would say have some grace if there is kind of like what Haley was saying there may be a period where your friends when they get married there may be a period where they just kind of don't talk to you and you have to remember like I'm moving into a place like I'm entire life just changed things are different yeah and I think you'll kind of know if like it's if it's a friendship that just needs to be let go of or if it's something you continue to pursue absolutely 
because it really becomes a choice. Like you have to choose to maintain Mm -hmm. and build on that friendship that you have. Mm -hmm. Like it really does become a big choice where I have to actively choose to text or call you. I really do have to Mm -hmm. actively choose. It's not something that I just passively do because I'm sitting around and I have a lot of free time. (laughs) She's like, "Uh, I think I'll think about it. I (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was, I feel like it was a lot easier when I had extra free time to, I don't know, keep up Snapchat streaks and yes. Yeah. There's all that, like all those calls, extra things. like just extra things that I don't know. I just, I don't do anymore. I don't yep. know why. No, it's, it's a part of growing up. I mean, I'm the same way. I used to be so active on social media and texting and stuff. And sometimes it just takes me hours and hours to get back to people. Um, it life gets busy. Things get hectic. It's hard. Yeah. And, and I like that you talk about that active choice part. Um, if we have any new listeners right now, uh, Haley actually lives on the other side of the country from me and she has for several years now. Um, and that's why I was talking about that flight <laughs> thing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because it is just, it is so tough, uh, in general, maintaining like long distance, anything kind of relationships. And so I feel like we've had to even put in more work than normal to maintain our friendship just because of that that distance barrier Mm -hmm. but I think we've done a pretty good job (laughs) I'd say it's been pretty good (laughs) yeah (laughs) and I yeah I say that the effort is worth it because with you and my other friend they're both long distance and my friends that are close to me as far as distance goes I mean I don't have very strong relationships with and one day I'll be there and I'll get to sleep in your bed with Logan at the foot. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Well, um, are you ready to move on to our last question? Yeah. Yeah. I know we mentioned this before and I'm just trying to give as many warnings as I can. Um, there is a trigger warning on this one. We're talking about weight, probably weight loss, weight gain, um, comments from people about your weight, that kind of stuff. So if any of those topics trigger you, um, you are welcome to hop off right now. Um, and it, before you do just remember to visit that post on our Instagram and enter our giveaway, but we'll obviously talk more about that after this question too. Um, so yeah, moving on. So our last question now, this is interesting. So we actually discussed this question just a little bit in season one, and there's just this part of me that has been wanting to come back to it so much, um, because I just feel like we didn't give it the attention it needed. Uh, so we're actually doing a repeat question in a way, but we're, we're just expanding on it. Um, so this question came from an anonymous person and they said how to deal with family, friends, strangers saying you need to lose weight, eat better, uh, don't eat so much, keep bringing up your weight and how you look. Um, what do you say to them and how to not let it get to you? So this (laughs) is very triggering. I think for both Haley. Yeah. Well, especially I'm thinking about like the holidays too, because this is a good time of year to bring it up. We just dealt with Thanksgiving and relatives. You're going into any other holidays that you may celebrate. Mm -hmm. A lot of time with friends, family, and strangers. If, Uh you know, know, unannounced guests or visitors that you may not know at parties. And well, and even more than that, like it's not just strangers, like at parties and stuff, but I think about social media presence is probably a little heavier. People are taking Mm. their like cute little seasonal photos or whatever. And so if there's body types that are upsetting to you or make you feel like you're not good enough compared to them, sometimes even just one, if you already have that on your mind, one little comment from your family member could send you overboard. (laughs) Really (laughs) boundaries, 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 boundaries. I will, I will scream it from the rooftops. Boundaries are so like ridiculous 
to your well-being, especially around this time. There is a Instagram her. Her name is Dr. Julie Hanks, and she actually talks a lot about uh, modesty um, in the LDS church, garment wearing, things like that. And I kind of took what she said about those things and put it into this context. And if somebody asks you, in my opinion, the best thing to say is what I do with my body does not concern you or (laughs) what I am wearing is none of your business. What I look like is none of your business because it is your body. Like they don't have the right to make a comment about something they do not own. That is not theirs to comment on. And if it makes you feel any better, most of the time when people make these comments, it's because they're insecure about themselves and they just want to project it, project it, project it onto you. I have seen it time and time and time again in my life. Now I know I'm not like the skinniest person in the world. I get that. But I also know that when people make comments about my weight, most of the time it's because they've made a comment or thought about their weight too. So like if this person is being harmful to you in any way, which includes verbally by saying things that hurt you, you don't have to apologize or feel shame by saying this does not concern you. You don't have to say sorry to somebody who's actively hurting you. There's no need for that. (laughs) Yeah. What do you think, Haley? I don't know. There's, there's so many things that come to mind. And yeah, for me, I, I'm also thinking about not just comments about your own body that people are making, just hearing comments about other people's bodies. So I'm thinking about people that I may watch TV with that they're watching a certain host or hostess or watching, you know, someone who is like a talk show host or someone who's a judge, someone that we see very often that we may see on camera or on TV weekly or daily and hearing comments about, oh my gosh, her weight just fluctuates so much or, oh my gosh, do you see how big she looks this this week or wow she looks really small oh I can't believe that her stylist puts her in things like that that is just not flattering for her body and I can think of a couple people off the top of my head that do that with every single thing that we watch if it mm-hmm. is a very prominent actress not necessarily an actor they only say it about women but just making the comments because That to me, I'm immediately thinking, oh my gosh, what do they think about my weight fluctuating? Or if you're telling me about someone that you know and talking about how their weight changes, I automatically know that when you go home and you're talking to people, if you feel so comfortable talking about your own friend's weight changing, I know that you're going to talk about me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's just, that's not even up for debate. Like, no. You talk about other people, it's going to happen in any form. Like people are going to talk about people. Yeah. So I love to say, well, what does that have to do with anything? Ooh. And then when they try and explain, I'm Mm -hmm. like, yeah, but what I, what does that have to do with her ability to judge? What does that have to do with her ability to run a talk show? Bring it back to the actual topic. Is there a reason that we have to like bring up her weight? Is that not just a comment that you can keep to yourself? Yeah. And I've said that to people and they have stopped making those comments. It's great. Because they feel uncomfortable. Because... (laughs) <laughs> because they realized they realized that wasn't appropriate. Yeah, it's not okay. And sometimes it takes calling somebody out. Now, here's the thing. Like we can sit and tell you to do that, but nothing's going to change unless you do. And I think that's the scariest part is getting over that hump and being willing to like yeah. actually verbally say I'm not okay with that. Or what does that have to do with anything? Yeah. Setting boundaries can feel so uncomfortable at first. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in the first year or so that I started setting boundaries with certain people, like it did feel very weird. It's practice. It's so so hard. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But once, once you commit to that and you're consistent with it and Mm -hmm. setting those boundaries and reminding those people of the boundaries that you have set for yourself around that person. Mm -hmm and just in general, then the more comfortable you are simply reminding them of those boundaries. And not only are you standing up for yourself, but you're standing up for others. Like, I love that Haley is saying that because 
that means that she may not even be doing that just for like TV show people. But if they say it about somebody in public, like, or like a stranger walking by, they're like, uh, like that doesn't look good on them or whatever. That means that I would assume, I don't know if you do this, but I would assume you're probably saying the same thing. Like, what does that matter? Or like, or I say, (laughs) oh, okay. And I just end the conversation because Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that that person is just trying to create a conversation Mm -hmm. about someone's looks and Mm -hmm. it's not a conversation I'm interested in having so if I just shut the conversation down Mm -hmm. and if they say wow look at how so-and-so has gained that weight or wow she's really lost a lot of weight and I say oh okay that's it (laughs) end of conversation because I didn't feed into that it's really interesting that we're talking about this too because I actually watched this really awesome um YouTube video I'll make sure to link it in the description later on but um I watched this really really awesome YouTube video about somebody discussing the difference between the body positivity movement and the body neutrality movement. And and it really like, it was such an eye opener for me. So Haley and I, we've talked a lot about and I promise this side tangent will wrap back <laughs> to where I'm going. But we've talked a lot about Sierra Schultz. Um, she is somebody that like I really look up to, I really admire. She uh she would, I guess, technically be considered overweight, but she is active. She's so, so active. She mm-hmm. is vegan, like one of the healthiest eaters I think I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm so jealous of the way she eats. And she has PCOS, which makes weight loss super duper hard for her. And it's yeah. it like, she just can't like physically. Um, same with me. I have Hashimoto's disease. I've been working out and eating right. And I've been trying to lose weight for months now to like, just make my body healthier. And I've only lost like 10 pounds, uh, which for months and months, that's usually not, it should go faster than that. But I've been really kind to myself about it because I have a thyroid disease that does not make it easy by any means um but you know I I think with Sierra and this is why I brought her up um she talks a lot about how she's part of the body positivity movement I would Mm -hmm. actually consider her part of the body neutrality movement and she probably doesn't realize it so the difference is body positivity focuses more on looks it's still focusing on looks like yeah you're calling somebody beautiful or their body beautiful or whatever Mm. which can be like a race to a self-esteem but you're still focusing on the outside and like yeah that that person yeah yeah and it could still be harmful if somebody doesn't find a body beautiful or if they they don't claim it to be as beautiful as another body or whatever like Mm -hmm. there still can be a lot of harm in it um but body neutrality is all about what your body can do for you. Can your body move or can it talk? Can it eat? Can it breathe? Mm -hmm. That we have a heart that beats and keeps us alive. Like those are the things that are important for our body and taking care of them to the best of our abilities. And I think she's actually more along those lines where she focuses more on um, being kind to yourself and being kind to your body and like loving yourself and treating, treating your body with uh, good foods and nourishment and um, Mm -hmm. being active and things like that. And that to me is way better. I like that movement a lot better. And so I think when it comes to yourself and how you like not letting what they say get to yourself, assess where you are personally. Are, Mm -hmm. Are you happy with the way you treat your body? Are you happy with what your body does for you? Do you take care of your body in the best way that you know how? And if you're doing that to the best of your ability, I don't think it matters at all what other people are saying Sierra Sierra's taking care of her body so well and she's still like overweight is that wrong no she's doing what she can and so like and there's people who are really thin who are also taking care of their body as best as they can even though people tell them to gain weight or whatever like it is about you and your relationship with your body and to me that's what matters most. But yeah, no, I like that. I, I would agree because I had not heard the term body neutrality before. Mm-hmm. And I would definitely agree that Sierra tends to lean more in that rather than body positivity. And with that being said, I really like her focus on strength and focusing on yeah. what your body can do. And for you, 
your goal is to become healthier. You didn't say Mm -hmm. your goal was to lose a certain amount of weight. You didn't say it was to be a certain size. You didn't attach a number to that. Mm -hmm. So making your goals not number oriented, or if it is number oriented, it's, oh, well, I want to build my body to be stronger. I want to be able to lift this amount of weight. I want to be able to to do this many reps of this exercise. Like I want to build my body so that it is the strongest and healthiest that it can be and not focusing on inches lost and sizes that you're fitting into. So I don't, I I like the strength aspect. And even with that strength aspect, I think about our male listeners. Um, If they're upset that their body doesn't look a certain way muscular wise, right? Like, like they're not big enough or they're not bulky enough or like their arms don't look a certain way. I, there are plenty of men in my life that I know Mm -hmm. that are so mean to themselves about their bodies. Absolutely. I think they need to be nicer too. (laughs) Yeah. I'm trying to think of if there's anything else, but I will say talking about Sierra again, that listening to people like Sierra, whether it's listening to her old podcast or watching YouTube videos. Um, I've noticed the way that I think Logan has viewed body positivity and now body neutrality has even changed. Not that his thoughts were negative, but I think that it's just had a positive impact on anyone that's been able to listen with me, that it's just interesting that like I find him defending people now and not that he would ever make comments he never he has never made a comment about anyone's weight at any point of me knowing him he has never commented on anyone's looks or anything Mm -hmm. and so I just want to put it out there that those people do exist that will not make comments Mm -hmm. and it is not okay to be um in a relationship with someone or associated with someone that is going to constantly put you down because I have been in those situations where people before Logan that I dated would make a lot of comments about, oh, well, I'm just concerned that like, I won't love you if you gain weight, or I just really want you to go to the gym with me. And I just can't imagine if you got over this certain size, like what that would be like, or I have overweight parents and that really scared me growing up. So I really don't want you to ever be overweight. And those comments were made to me when I was Mm. very thin Mm. and like, that was very damaging. (laughs) Yeah, I'd say. Yeah. And so like, it's very different having someone, sorry, I like wasn't expecting a cry, but it just feels really good to know that like there are people out there that like genuinely love you for who you are. And knowing that, like, no matter what, I am loved for the person <laughs> that I am inside rather, the person, rather than the person on the outside. And oh. I would hope that everyone <laughs> is able to find that because it's, like, very comforting to have. Sounds like um, he's treated you well. <laughs> yeah. So to be careful about what you say around people. And I would encourage everyone to... Um, think about the comments that you make around other people because maybe you're not struggling with people making comments to you and maybe you realize that there are things that you say around people about weight and eating habits and maybe that you can make changes in your life because you may be the person that is bringing someone else down. Yeah. Words can be like daggers. I think they can hurt worse than anything else. So I, and, and I mean, (sighs) you getting emotional over that was like proof that I I don't know. It's proof to me that those things can carry with you and can carry with someone else. And so just watching what you say in general, I think is really important. So thank you for sharing that though. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) well, are you ready to, to get to the last part of our podcast? Yes. Before we go, we just wanted to talk about the giveaway uh, one more time. It is coming up very soon. (laughs) So if you haven't gotten to um, enter, please make sure you do so. So the way that we're going to do this giveaway, if you are unaware of it for some reason, um, it is an Amazon $50 gift card. Uh, You must go to Instagram and follow us 
like the post that is about the giveaway and then tag three people who aren't following us for your initial entry. And then if you want to get any extra entries, you can share the post on your stories and each friend that is tagged after the third person will also count as an additional entry. So that could be like the fourth person and then the fifth and then the sixth. Those are uh, another entry, another entry, another entry. The giveaway will end December 8th at midnight Mountain Standard Time. And then the winner will be announced on Thursday, December 9th on Instagram and also on this podcast. We also wanted to make sure that uh, we were giving back to all of the listeners as much as we could. Um, So we looked at our heaviest demographics and decided to open the uh, podcast up to residents of the US, Canada, Mexico, and the UK. So if you do end up winning, make sure you just send us a DM and we can get all of that information. We'll, um, it is 50 US dollars, but obviously we will um, put it in the currency for where you're from. We'll, we'll convert it in whatever way that yes. needs to be. Um, and Haley and I have been talking some more about potential future giveaways. So be on the lookout for those. Uh, we, I think we've got a couple of ideas up our sleeves potentially. Yeah. So it'll be <laughs> <I'm> excited. <laughs> it'll be really good. Um, we're just so grateful for all of you and those who listen to us, especially those who listen to us consistently, like Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your support and for um, advertising us, (laughs) helping us out. We appreciate it. Um, I did want to mention one more thing uh, before we head out. Um, I also wanted to mention that if you can, will you please leave us a review that helps us to be heard by more people on all of our podcast platforms. So reviews are super helpful as well. Um, anything else, Haley? Um, on top of leaving a review, go ahead and follow us, whether that's on Apple Podcast or Spotify, wherever you listen, depending on the terminology, <laughs> or whatever it means to so click a bell, whatever you have to do to follow us so you get <laughs> notifications for when we post. Yes. Then that is also helpful and it's just, it's nice to know because I know that we do have people who listen every week when we download every Thursday. And so you might as well just go ahead and follow us yeah, so that you get that notification. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't forget <laughs> because life it's gets helpful. busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, it. I think uh, as you're submitting questions, if you have any questions as far as like asking us personal questions or advice questions that are centered around like family or the holidays or any concerns, like something that you want and it deals with the holidays. If you will include that Mm -hmm. in your question, then we can definitely bump that question up and talk about it earlier on, Mm -hmm. you know, that way that we get we get that question answered before the holidays. Because there may be some need for that too. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's all. Yeah. Happy hashtag not thriving Thursday. I stole it from you. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm glad you remembered. <laughs> I I will always remember. Always. Okay. All right. We will talk to you guys next week. Yeah. Next week. See you later. Bye. Bye.